Jack's boys coming back at you here after a, a big win. Never doubted us for a minute. Let's go. <laughs> now listen, None of us picked us. I didn't pick us on the podcast, but the day of or day before, I you said, did. boys. You did, but you do that every time. No, I know, but I, I, I felt it. I felt you it. You really did? I did. I thought we were going to win. I was going up there, crappy weather game. I, I had mean, a feeling. I, I didn't think we'd win because of a lot of things. But pre, like preseason predictions – all of us kind of said, if we're we going to win some games, we have to grind it out, run the ball, and have a good defense. But our, our question mark was the defense. And we haven't played great teams yet. But still, Texas Tech offense is, you know, typically moves the ball. I mean, we did break the quarterback's leg. But we did that last year, and they came in, and that guy tore us up. Lit us up. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, ugly. It was, it was, you ain't got no alibi. You ugly. It was pretty ugly offensively. I mean, defensively, it was beautiful. I, what they, I, I think they had like 56 yards the entire first half or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. But the time of possession, it just we control it. So I think I also heard today four out of their first five drives were three and outs. Yeah. And the biggest thing, like last year, I think it was something like 16 for 20 on third and fourth down. They were two for 18. Well, actually, all their, all their drives technically were they got a field goal, but we turned the ball over. Yeah, they shouldn't have done so, anything with that. But it – as great as all that is, we have to sort of adapt here because in the second half of that game, they put everyone in the box. And we, we couldn't do we anything. We couldn't do anything. We had the one drive for a touchdown. That's yeah. pretty much it. Which was so, so do you think we, we win if we wouldn't have hurt their uh, quarterback? Yeah, I think we had yeah, his number two. I think our defense – honestly, I, I think it would have been even worse. Yep. I mean, I, our defense was locked in. They're playing assignment-free, in the words of uh, Bill Stewart. They are. They've worked out kinks as far as personnel. They've got the right people in there, it seems, and 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 not just the starters. They're they're subbing as well. And right now they're playing pretty lights out. We've got a couple guys that are. I mean, Trey Latham is is playing. God, that he's kid a retro can just freshman, play, man. And he's he's playing like the next the next big thing. And that's a, that's the position we were all like, oh, we don't know who's going to start. Well, how how did it take that long? We just need to see him underneath the lights because he has been unreal. And uh, Marcus Floyd coming back has really helped. Beanie Bishop is a stud. He saved yeah. the game oh, down yeah. there on that one now, when he broke on that ball and uh, deflected it at the end. Yep. Malachi Ruffin playing at that other corner. I mean, we are playing defense the way we had Neil's first three years here. Yeah. And But, so let me be negative for a minute. We're not going to win very many more games with 256 yards total offense. No. Not in the Big 12. No, and 99 I mean, passing ACC, yards. We probably win the ACC with yep. <laughs> 99 passing yards, but 20 of those came from a wide receiver. Your quarterback only had 70-some passing yards. Oh, jeez. Well, let's talk about that. Let's pass. get into that. So, Nico did some good things. He, he did, and we had some drops. Yeah. So, when he puts it there, you got to catch it. Well, the one, uh, Cole Taylor, that should have been a touchdown. That I mean, that was a beautifully down. thrown it was, ball. It was thrown right there. Uh, one, Devon Carter, he was kind of getting grabbed, but it's still hitting right in the chest, the one that was intercepted. I mean, yeah. you can't have that happen. So if your quarterback's, you know, if he's not going to be elite, you got to help him out. 
then on the flip side of that, Nico missed some some couple bad ones, and we talked about it off air. The Hudson Clement, who ran free, literally, if you just complete it, it's a touchdown. And he didn't even complete it. And I don't know <laughs> what the play's called, obviously. I don't know. But all I do know is, sitting where I was sitting, he was open from the beginning of the play. It wasn't like, a, yeah. oops, he came open late. Mm-hmm. He ran right down the field and was wide open. Well, the announcers, yeah, you know, on TV said, oh, oh, he's running free. And he, I don't know what happened. I, he was <laughs> wide open. Yeah. And I will, I've told you all this off the air, the weather was awful. Yeah. I mean, it was, at, the wind was right in our face. It was cold. It was raining. Uh, I mean, Beckham and Randon literally, like, from where our section is, they got, and I put it on Instagram, they huddled up underneath during halftime and just laid there together, which they, they can't stand each other any part of the time. <laughs> They're fighting all the time. For them to be hugging is a miracle. I was like, well, I better take a picture of this. Yeah. Randon goes to get up to go back in the game, and I look down, and Beckham's legit asleep. He slept all the way through halftime in some of the third quarter. I said, get that power nap, buddy. And I just stood right there in one of the boxes and kept watching the game right there. But uh, the weather was bad. I mean, it was, it was not a fun game to be at yeah. as far as weather-wise. Well, we we had to pick some things offensively and all that stuff. But regardless, we didn't think none of us picked us. I nobody, none of us picked us like preseason when you're doing your projections. Texas Tech was picked fourth in our league. Yeah, had our number. Nobody saw this one coming. Right. Absolutely not. So you know that's that's the positives, and then you kind of look going forward. You know, you got to change some things up. Not not necessarily change. You got to start completing some some downfield passes. Yeah, so listen, their their starting quarterback was two for six from the field. or Yeah, and only had three passing yards when he went out of the game. Their backup was – I mean, I didn't even look at this until after. <laughs> 13 for 37 okay. and 158 yards. I yeah. mean, guys, we're playing really good defense on the back end. Oh, absolutely. So much – so we wouldn't have beat Penn State, but I would have loved for Malachi Ruffin and Floyd to have been healthy for that game. I think some of those blown coverages wouldn't have happened the way they did against Penn State, to be honest with you. Not saying we beat them, obviously, but I'm just like – so defense is playing ball, but literally, I mean, we got we have to do something. Well, and in watching it, so I was on a 20th anniversary trip to Maine and, you know, kind of made a promise. I wasn't – I won't go watch it. And I saw we were winning and peeked in there. Yeah, you put it right Pretty much winning there. that day. But um, – I and I obviously went back and watched it too – and you can see flashes, Nico. I do think long term he's going to be pretty good. Yeah. But right now it's pretty clear Garrett Green can throw much better. Yeah. Which is wild to say that, and I never thought I would say that, but it is true. His whole thing—if he's not fully healthy, he's not going to give anything in the run game. Because Nico, yes. Nico broke a couple decent runs off. Yeah, he had seventy yards rushing. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Garrett Green is not. If they, it will be a miracle if he's ready to play. We, me and Randon sat there and watched him warm up. Limping bad. He couldn't even walk. When they ran out, he was trying to run. I mean, he's if he's available next week, they they work some magic in that weight room or the recovery room because he. I don't even know how he would have been the emergency quarterback if they would have had to done it. Well, and if you're if if Nico is still the man, then you got to throw it a little bit more. You got to complete the pass. You got to catch the ball. I mean, this is simple stuff, but even Christmas. But I did put that poll poll up um, on our Twitter. Just I was just curious. If both QBs are healthy, who would who would you start? Not who you think will start and all that stuff. It's pretty much overwhelmingly 72% said Garrett uh, Green. And so here's I the think, thing about Garrett. He's barely played. 
He's played six quarters, boys. Yeah, and he's played much less than Nico at this point because that Duquesne game, Nico started the second half. Yeah. It was weird because it, there was no halftime. So, <laughs> yeah. it was an odd game. But I know it was Duquesne, but even those throws were pretty much on the money yeah. for the most part from Garrett Green. So, he – I think one of those is the same exact play that Nico missed to Hudson Clement. The little they faked the bubble screen. Oh, yeah. And speaking oh, of that, yeah. man, there was one, I think it was at the end of the third quarter, where Braham, guys, they ran a tunnel screen, and he bounced it outside, and I promise you he would still be running if he would have followed his blockers and cut up the field <laughs> like Kevin White used to do. I mean, the coaches – Marshall, the uh, the uh, wide receiver coach, was jumping up and down, and he's pounding his chest saying, my bad. Yeah, it was your bad because there was a tunnel there. That's the way a tunnel screen is supposed to look. It was wide open, and instead of following it and going to the middle of the field, he tried to bounce it outside and it got like seven yards. I, he it at least got 30 yards. And I'm just like, that's the type of thing that just doesn't, you know, help Nico out at all. No. And Neil Brown did say that today in his press conference. He was like, we have to play better. He called CJ out two or three times. Really? Saying he's got to play better, he said our wide, our running backs and wide receivers have to play better. Was not a good. Get White a few carries because he's such a change of pace. He, Why not? He he addressed that. Said he didn't practice good enough to deserve playing last week. That's that's total BS. Yeah, I don't I don't, I don't like that one bit. And also, you got to get Gallagher. Uh, give him a chance on a passing six. route. Why are we just giving him like end arounds, swing I passes? Know. I mean, let him run a couple patterns at least. Yeah. Because honestly, at this point, if that's all you're going to do with him, just redshirt him. Right. I mean, I mean we're just blowing so it right now. So well, I guess you can't now. How many games? It's four. Yeah, he, no, he ain't redshirt. He, he's that was, that was something to keep an eye on. Not him, but that is something to keep an eye on. I just realized it's four games in. Yeah. So you, you might see that's usually when you see guys either decide they're going to redshirt and transfer. That, yeah. This is when you start hearing it. But isn't that when Scotty? What's his name? Didn't he do that last year? Just straight up shut it down. Our good corner. Oh yeah. What well, uh, was it? A Woods. Of, Charles Woods. Was it Charles Woods? Yeah, I think it was Charles Woods. He just shut it down on us. Yeah. A um, couple more things about the defense. No shock here. We're, we're number one in the Big 12. We're number seven nationally on third downs, <laughs> which that's yeah. – I mean, we've been so bad at yeah. third downs over the last couple of years. Um, the – well, the last two games we've been ridiculously good on third and fourth yeah. downs. Um, another thing we've been surprisingly really, really good at this year is we're – very, very few penalties. Having very right. few penalties. Um, that's that's been because again, I always yell. That's, that's I always say that's coaching. They're like oh, penalties. It's not coaching. I'm like it is coaching. Everything at this point is coaching to me. But yeah, I mean penalties. We've been really. Well, how about your favorite thing that he does? Every time we get a turnover. <laughs> no, I mean I. I it's almost else, every game, somebody right? Somebody else tweeted it. I think it might have been was it Ryan Pritt or something. I can't remember. And said every single time we get a turnover, Neil is not ready. We we. Most of the time, we have to take a timeout. Yeah. I mean, just get it. You should – what's the difference? You should right. have your plays ready at that point. I know, depending on where you're you know, out on the field or whatever, but, yeah, it happened again. This time he called a timeout. I mean, and he you'll see him trying to get animated and yell. And I'm like, who is it? I'm trying to think of an example. Like, uh, oh, it was in Seinfeld where they said Jerry never gets mad. And he tries to get mad and yell, and they all laugh at him. <laughs> you know the players are like, are you yelling at us right now, Neely? Because it's not – you're not really – I mean, in those <laughs> not situations, really it's almost just let the offense run out there and keep the momentum running instead Absolutely. of trying to yeah. – Well, 99% of the coaches in America, when you get a big turnover, what do you do? Up top, baby. Yep. Take a just shot. Just take a shot. Take a shot. Yep. And you always say – and I'll just say, going up top, and we, we never do it. No. <laughs> no, and that's the thing, too. It's like 
the passing game, I mean, you can't just pass for 99 yards, and we're not going to win very many more games. You want me to start being negative now for a minute before I'm positive? So here's the thing. This Saturday, are we done with Texas Tech? Anything else you want to say? Shout out to Preston Fox. Great punt returner right now. Doing what he has to do on the punt return game. He got got lucky because they caught a holding on a ball that hit him right in the hands, and he just dropped. I don't think it was holding at all. And that gave us a first down. But we know the wide receivers have to get better. Uh, can they? Who knows? Caridi seems to think the potential's there. I'm like, well, let's let's show it. But here's the kicker. Saturday night, Fort Worth. Doesn't really scare me. That We've been there. That place isn't really rocking. I mean, yeah. just not. You know not what I mean? Not this year. No. They're, but they're 3-1. Yeah. Texas Tech 1-3. Pitt 1-3. Who cares about Duquesne? So we the, the teams we've just beat are each 1-3. So you've told me for years it's very difficult to compare scores and things like that. However... Penn State is exceptionally yes. good. Yes, Penn State's good. And we were in that game at halftime, boys. We were in the game. They demolished Iowa, who's a ranked top so, 25 team. Did I, I heard something on one of the podcasts I listened to. At one point in the second half, Penn State had ran more plays than what Iowa had total yards Yeah, in the second half at one point. It's, it's been really – I mean, they're, they're really good. Yep. They're really good. Offensively, that quarterback's great, and their defense is good. So – I don't know what they'll end up doing as far as well, High State, Michigan, but they're good. And that's how I know they're not – I don't consider them a rival. I mean, some of – if we have older listeners, they'll probably cringe at me saying this. I'd like to see them beat Ohio State and Michigan. Well, absolutely. I mean, it looks better right, for us. the older guys think that, but, I mean, I don't at all. I mean, that, I mean that, I, I'd like to see them beat them. So. Yeah, some really good games, by the way, this past weekend. Ohio State, Notre Dame. Yeah, really, that was. I thought Ohio State would end up rolling. Okay, so let's talk about that. You're talking about coaching. Cool. Ten guys, two straight plays, and then he tries to Yikes. defend it at the end. Yikes. Yeah. And guess where they ran? Right where that defensive oh, yeah. lineman wasn't. Imagine seeing it once and then as the opposing coach going, oh, my God, there's ten guys out there again. I mean, you, as a, a defensive <laughs> whoever's up in the box, they had to see that, oh, yeah. right? Absolutely, because there's no time on the clock when so they what's, ran it. I mean, how are you not telling somebody to lay down and act like they got a cramp? If, what, was, at, what was the excuse? Right what? after the game, I think he said he didn't want to give him time to set up a play or something like that. And then I think the next day he took ownership to, to it. Like so the next knew? time. I don't think they play. knew. No, he didn't. He didn't know. I think so he was wrong. caught off guard because then he said in his press conference today that they have a plan now, or the plan is always like you jump off sides so that it's a dead ball. And then, I mean, they're on the one-yard line. What's well, yeah, a half a point. yard at right. that point? Yeah. Right. And that's another thing that pissed me off the other day in our game. They kept calling Zach Frazier. Every center moves the ball up a little uh-huh. bit when they're oh, yeah. snapping. They yeah. called it twice on him. Yeah. Oh, no. They literally <laughs> called it twice. That's when Neil, I think, flipped out on the refs because that backed us up five yards. I mean, we would have got that first down. They're going. That's pretty much unstoppable right now on a half yard, just putting Traylon or whoever right behind the quarterback yeah. and just pushing him the way the Eagles do. I mean, nobody so stopped it, that was yet. It, was he moving it or was he spinning it? I, I think they said he kept moving it up. Which what? That's I think they, it. I think they always do it. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it I still doesn't put, matter. It's still going to get snapped backwards. So here's the thing: when you when you squat over the ball and grab it, will you tell me about squatting mm, one more time? <laughs> when you squat over the ball and you grab it, but then when you sit back in your stance, you're going to bring the ball up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, that's just it happens all the time. So I don't know why Texas Tech's coach and he. You talking about a guy that. I know we were trying to move on from Texas Tech, but his post-game press conference, he sounded like a big old baby. Yeah, pretty much. I thought it was Mike Gundy. <laughs> I did because I didn't know Speaking because – Holy God, cow, they're about to be. 
boys, we'll talk about that later. But I'm just going to, after we talk about TCU, I'm going to start looking forward, boys. Start looking forward. Well, but let, let's couple of, <clears throat> a couple other things. <laughs> okay, Dana. Uh, so, Neil apparently did say after the press conference today to the media that there are going to be several players to, quote-unquote, self-redshirt. I'll give Kasaza credit. He put, it, he put it on there a while Ooh. ago. He didn't say, and the, the, the Jacobi question, spells. I'm sure, the question re- the, back to him was, does that mean they're leaving? He said yes, which that that's going to happen. If that's when you do it. Yeah. And so it's got to be spells at this point. Maybe even Andrew Wilson Lamp, but I mean he got he was given an opportunity plenty. Yeah. Um, I don't feel like spells has ever really give been given that one opportunity. I understand he's aggressive and he's maybe out of position sometimes, but what what do you do when he was in there the dream right. tech? I mean. So, anyways, that could be something to keep an eye on. I guess we'll find out very very soon. Uh, the other thing, TCU wise, yeah, they're eleven point favorites. I don't think Vegas can quite figure us out. They can't really figure TCU out. I mean, we were we floated from six and a half to seven and a half point dogs this past weekend at home. Yeah. Um, so right now we're you know we're ten eleven point underdogs to to TCU, but again I don't I don't know that they Vegas can really figure out. No, in the ESPN that. projections, it's like 77 percent to like twenty three basically yeah. that we're supposed to lose. Which I don't. I mean, yeah, no, they're pretty good. They yeah. lost Colorado, who got exposed this weekend. Boy, but, did they. Oh, God. Well, Jeez. that's, again, that's the thing about con- comparing scores and things like that. Keep in mind, <laughs> this is gonna, I'm going to go through one here. Texas Tech had Oregon beat. Should have beat them. Yep. You just saw what Oregon did to Colorado, who beat TCU at TCU. Now, I know right. that's a long stretch, but, I mean, it's just well, wild. And it, so it. you're pretty much saying we're better than Oregon. That's exactly yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But if beat you, the team that beat the team so, that beat the team this year, y'all remember that '93? That was a that was oh yes. Don Nealon said that after Boston College because Boston College had beat Notre Dame, yep, and, and Notre Dame had beat Florida. Miami wasn't it? Florida one State. of them. Whoever got in there, yeah. <laughs> Don Nealon was adamant. I mean, they came up with that rap. We beat the team that beat the team that beat the team this year. So let's start. Let's just look. Let's look at TCU scores. So they lose to Colorado, 45-42. Come yeah. back, beat Nichols. 41-6. to six. Then they beat the fighting Dana Holgerson's 36-13. Who, they're, they're they are terrible. terrible. They're terrible. Yeah. They're bad, boys. Yeah. Then they beat SMU 34-17. SMU's not bad. So. Well, no, you got to look who SMU's beat, who is a bunch of nobodies. <laughs> SMU has turned around and beat Prairie View 69 to nothing. Favorite number, favorite position. And <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Louisiana Tech 38-14, yeah. who is terrible. But Oklahoma only beat SMU 28-11. Right. So. But Oklahoma's come back to earth. Did you see them? They really struggled offensively yeah. against uh, Cincinnati. It was like 20-6. to six. So, I'm just saying they're 3-1, and one, so it's time to prove it. Be competitive. Get a shot to win at the, at the end of the game. Yeah, we'll pick it here in, a, in just a minute. Um, but there are a couple other things. So, Big 12 in general, Kansas is back to being ranked in 4-0. 4-0. Yep. Um, however, they've got Texas at Texas this week. Does that? Do you think that game's close at all? So the spread is Texas is favored by seventeen. That's about right. I I don't know. I I'll tell you, my picks haven't been great this year. Um, that's one thing we never do is kind of revisit our picks, except for West Virginia. Yeah, but, we just got to brush that off. But I just because I thought like Ohio State, I thought they would roll Notre Dame. I just see Texas rolling Kansas, but 
Maybe I'm wrong. I, I mean, think I it's right I'm around wrong. the spread. I, I think it'll be about 17. 17, 21 points, right yeah. around there. Um, interesting matchup this week is Texas Tech yep. plays the Fighting Danas. So that's really going to – because Texas Tech's our barometer, right? Usually, What's the spread on that one, Texas Tech? You wouldn't want to know. Wouldn't you? Texas Tech is favored by any guesses? Is that Texas Tech? 17. 10. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I'm, they roll. Do you think so? Yeah. <laughs> Dana sucks I that bad. I haven't watched Houston. Oh, oh terrible. Um, two, of the, two of the newbies, speaking of the newbies. Did they, you see what they, I put on there? Yeah, they're all. They, oh, and one. Exactly. All of them lost Welcome to the big leagues, boys. Yeah. Um, however, UCF plays Baylor. It's at UCF. UCF is favored by 11 and a half. Um, then you have Iowa State going to Oklahoma. Oklahoma's favored by 20 and a half. That could be a closer game. Yep. I don't, not because Iowa State's better. Um, by the way, I said I said UCF and BYU is UCF and Baylor. My bad. Uh, BYU plays Cincinnati, and they're favored by two and a half. At, We're at at, at BYU. Okay. I think Cincinnati's pretty bad too, though. I don't know. I mean, I'm starting to believe Brent a little bit. It's kind of scary that some of this, some of the, teams the league are is down. Bad. Isn't Isn't it amazing that? We still don't have the best of the teams, but we're in a league that sucks right now. Yeah, so. this year, yeah. I mean, last That's year wrong. we were solid. Yeah. And then it's just solid one of those things. That comes, and the Pac-12 was terrible last year. Yeah. Other than USC. And now it's like reverse. The Pac-12 was maybe, I mean, they're the second best conference top to bottom other than SEC. Yeah. They may be better than SEC this year because, again, I mean, Alabama's not back. <laughs> Georgia's just okay. I mean, LSU lost – I mean, that's what I mean. I mean, Of course, Utah's coming to us. Yeah, so Utah, baby. They got Oregon State Eats. this week at Oregon State. So, that's a, that's a good matchup. Um, and Dion, after getting smacked by – Do they have USC? Yes. They're going to get beat just as bad this yeah, week. Yeah, USC. I, I do think there's nothing to do with that game. I think they'll roll Colorado, but USC's overrated. They're, yeah. they're wanting them so bad to be good. They're not quite good yet. I think Oregon has to be considered. Oregon and Washington are probably the two best teams. Washington, Washington. is killing everybody. Michael and I watched Penix them other night. They are good. Oh, doggy, he's good. Um, here's an interesting one. So, Kentucky is still – they're 4-0. You wouldn't think that because they haven't played very well. Right. They, they, they are hosting Florida, who's 3-1. They're favored. Kentucky's favored by 2.5. At home? Yeah. I don't, mm. think, I don't think Florida's very good either. Um, I'm just looking at some – Decent matchups. You got LSU visiting Ole Miss. Lane Kiffin, LSU's fair by three, and that one is Duke for real. They got they host Notre Dame this week. I'd love to see them beat Duke. I mean, beat Notre Dame. Yeah, so they're uh, Notre Dame's favorite by five and a half. It's at Duke. Um, South. I tell you what, South Carolina is is going to Tennessee. Tennessee's favored by twelve and a half. I would lay a ton of money on South Carolina. They have played very competitive. Spencer Rattler's been doing real yeah, good this nasty. year. He is. And they've they've been pretty good this year, but they've gotten their own two and two. I get that, but um, some good, pretty good games this week. Yep. Pretty good games. Um, I plan on watching what, them. We got to figure out what we're going to do as far as uh, watching the TCU game. We it's need at, to. Was it eight or yeah? We need to do the screen if the weather's good. We need to do the projector. <laughs> yeah, do that. We pop it up. Um, so I guess we can get into our game a little bit as far as picks. Um, you pretty much already picked, but I'll let you kind of wrap up on that and. Well, hold on. I'm going to pull up some stats real quick. Okay. I like doing stats, boys. I like doing stats. Stats. What stats you got for us? Well, here's – they're an offensive juggernaut, boys. Who? TCU. No. They're averaging 38 points a game. Uh, they play defense like ours. <laughs> third down, they're right at 44%. They 
They're right at 44%. Uh, I mean, they're averaging eight yards per pass attempt. So, boys, we're going to be tested. We are going to be tested. They're averaging almost five yards a rush. Okay. Well, go ahead. Pick, so, pick your score. Pick your poison. I, I, you going to pick against us two weeks in a row? It worked last week, didn't it? I am. Here we go. Here we go. Go ahead. 31. 20. 31. TCU. You think we're, they're going to give up 31 points, huh? I mean, I don't <laughs> – 31-20, TCU? Yep. Okay. okay, never mind. I'll change it. 27-17. No. No, Jeez. All right, Bubba, what you got? I'm I'm going to say 38-24, TCU. God, that many points, 38-24? Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, well, here's what I think. I think uh, – I, I, I would love, really like our chances if Garrett was playing. I, yes. Which I don't think he's going to – and if he does, he, he – won't be able to run as much as effectively, I don't think. But Nico's kind of coming to his own. He um, wins. He well, he's like when Tim Tebow played for the Broncos. He's yep. not. He's not doing a whole lot, <laughs> but he wins. But he's not really. I mean, uh, other than maybe a couple runs, I don't know that Nico contributed a whole lot. Right. I mean, am I wrong about that? I mean, no, I mean the one again. A couple passes were good, but we dropped them, and then a really bad throw by him. Um, and you just got to change them up. So, um, but anyways, at TCU, we've been there. It's cool, cool little atmosphere. I don't really think they're fired up. Really nice us. stadium. Nice stadium. But um, I think it'll be an interesting game. They're they're favored by eleven. I do think we cover. Did you did y'all pick? Did you say we covered? No, you were you were right at it. Eleven. Yeah, twenty seven seventeen. That's why I knew. Seven. I think it will be right around there. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, I think twenty four to twenty. 24-21. It's going to be a heartbreaker for TCU. Oh, <laughs> let's freaking oh. go, oh. boys! Oh, so we mad. turned the corner. <laughs> Look at y'all laughing. We turned uh, the corner. Our defense is a real deal. Uh, TCU is not that our good. Listeners know you. We win twenty-four, hey, twenty, whatever. I just twenty-four said. twenty. But next week, when it's just me and Bubba and maybe if Asbury <laughs> because Justin's jumped off the ledge again, we're sorry. No, I won't. I don't think I'll be a bad because it'd be a big upset. But eventually, it's got to happen. Things have started to happen for us. Okay, yep. we and beat Pitt. We beat Texas Tech. We're getting monkeys off our back. Yep. We're going to now. The next time is a big road upset. Okay. All right. I like what happen. you're thinking. I want I us to I win. I don't think we're like winning the Big Twelve or anything, but I think we've TCU, won three in a row for the first time. First ever time ever on Neil Brown. That's right. Five out of last seven. You know what's going to happen after we win? What? We're going to be ranked for the first time on Neil Brown. If we win, but here, if we're not ranked after that, boys, schedule. I mean, after this game, it's the two worst teams left on our schedule. And I don't think Houston, Houston and, and Oklahoma State yeah, at home. I it's don't nice think there's any doubt those two are the worst two teams left on our schedule. At this point, it's a quarter way through the season. Are we? Do we all now think? Are we changing to think well, we're going to make a bowl? Six wins. We are going to make a bowl because I, I think the Texas we'd have to start, collapse. I'm starting to, I'm starting well, to the Texas Tech win is really projects us to make a bowl now. If, the, if you look at the ESPN projections, I think they have us at seven and five right now, just computer wise. Yeah. And just, one of those is losing to one of the losses is losing to Cincinnati at home. They have Cincinnati like fifty four percent, us forty six, no, and it's a home break. Give me a break. Yeah, I'm, I'm just very comfortable being a West Virginia fan and getting my hopes up, and then mm-hmm. something stupid happening. That's it, why I'm not picking us this week. Yeah, I'm I not agree. picking us this week, but I'm. I mean, I th- I do think we keep. I think our defense is going to keep us in a lot of games. I do too. I and mean, I, it has that ability. We are playing some defense, and that's one of the things too. It's like 
you know, Neil sitting at his press conferences, he's taking shots. Like, buddy, I'm pretty sure you're still under 500. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, keep winning. Don't worry about people what say. And, you know, coaches always say, oh, we block out all the noise. That's what he tried to say. Yeah, right. I'm not there. I mean, Ryan Day is a classic example. Coaches don't block oh, out shit. First of all, mm-hmm. why are you going after so Lou Holtz? And Lou Holtz didn't say, didn't call him soft. No. He just said Notre Dame is physical. Yeah, and he, he literally said they've lost to Alabama, yeah. Michigan twice, somebody physical else, teams. and it's because they got out physical. That's, that's not that, a lie. And there's nothing wrong with saying that either. Now, do right. I like Lou Holtz? No. He's no. from West Virginia, but I don't like Ryan Day, you made a freaking fool of yourself. Yeah, I mean, I mean you yell you like that. You shouldn't even won that game. I no. mean, give me a break. And, I mean, quit dying your beard. That's like the most <laughs> obvious die job in the history of die jobs, you little Oh, oh, here we go. Yeah, I'm not going to say anything. But, yeah, that caught on my – I mean, that didn't land on anybody very well. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, going after Lou Holtz, who can't even sit down and was, like, basically goofing off on Pat McAfee's show. Yeah. I mean, the interview was, like, the fake Lou Holtz interviewing Lou Holtz. You know how McAfee does that? His buddy <laughs> does the fake Lou Holtz. That's who was interviewing him during that. <laughs> so, it's like, buddy – and that's like Neil's, you know, saying, oh, I just block out all the noise. Well, yeah, the, then don't take shots right now. Just keep winning games. Yeah. I mean, yes, the fan base is restless, but it's your fault because you haven't won enough games. It's not like people are just being restless. I, I've never met a guy that, like, everybody was wanting to do well just because you genuinely right. liked him, you knew yeah. he's a nice guy. Yep. And that's I still truly believe that's the way most West Virginia fans – but you got to win games eventually. Yeah. I mean, we're not some slouch. Right. Uh, we got a passionate fan base. If you don't like it, hit the road. Quit taking shots. Keep winning games. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'll leave you with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in Maine. Oh, you, we we got to talk what? about other stuff. What? We not going to talk about Taylor Swift? And... Oh, I, I meant football. Wise. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Actually, I was screwed up. But, anyways, <laughs> uh, yeah, we got to talk about little Tay Tay. Um, no, I was in Maine. By the way, Maine is incredible. And I saw this uh, this sign, and I thought of my dad. So I hope he listens to this. Now he's probably finally figured it out. And it says. Sometimes I wonder what happened to the people who asked me for directions. Does anyone ask him for directions? First of all, you wouldn't if you knew him, but if you did. Anyways, let's roll that into uh, a little Tay-Tay. Oh. So we have, uh, we, have a little, we have many group messages, but... Uh, Our listeners know who Glenn Knight is. Yeah, from Gino's. And, uh, Gino's Pizza! Yeah. He is apparently a just uber... He's a Swifty. He, I mean, that's what he is. He's a Swifty. So yeah. I sent a message yesterday. I'm like, hey, don't look now. Taylor's at the game watching Kelsey with with the mama. Yeah. I mean, she was right oh, up there yeah. with the mama. Yeah. We had a little healthy debate where Justin says she's ugly. I'm like, bro, her music sucks. She gets my nerves, but she's not an ugly woman. I don't I don't find her attractive. Okay. You, that's I your mean, right. I, I think she's pretty in the face, but I, I don't find her attractive. I think I she's had think a boob job. Do you know she had a boob job? I don't think so. Or she just push up bra. I don't. I don't. I, I just don't find her attractive. I don't. I don't. I think she's kind of odd looking in the face. I mean, I'm just sorry. And I, but then I, you. But, but I will say I like a couple of her songs. Oh I do. I and like then it. that's where this thing spirals out because Justin's like, <laughs> oh, I like, I like <laughs> her songs. <laughs> then Glenn <laughs> drops a, a, just a, a bomb on us. Well, Seriously? guys. I'm embarrassed to say this. I think is what he said. He said he was just, he was confession. Yeah, he said it was this. This is Glenn Knight's confession time. I, I listened to Taylor for about three hours cutting grass another day by myself. Like, I didn't know there were three hours with a Taylor Swift song. Well, Glenn does, and he's out there. Could you imagine? I I just picture him weed eating, just shaking that ass. <laughs> I can I can admit 
I have never played a Taylor Swift Me either. Song. I've never looked it up on my Apple Music. Same. Oh. There you go, Glenn. This is what Glenn was doing. He's trying to cut grass. Yeah. Oh, he was shaking. I've, I've heard this song on Sing. But oh, yeah. I wonder if he was. Oh, he was push and just. I was going to say, because you got to listen to several. So was he in kind of a Ballard mood? Or what kind of mood was he in? I, mean, I, I don't Was know. he crying? He probably just has oh. his own. <laughs> yeah, Glenn. She does have some good songs. I mean, what the hell are you guys talking <laughs> yeah, she does. I, I mean, they're catchy. I'm sorry. They're catchy. They get stuck in your head. But two, uh, two three hours worth. I just I don't know about that. Glenn was just I I'm a, I mean we're gonna have to go. Oh my god! Here I mean go. hit after hit after hit. <laughs> we, we're falling off the rails. We're falling off the rails. What else you got? What else oh, you got? Oh, man, that's it. There's no, no more. There's some good ones. Oh. There's some kittens. Okay, guys, we've got all of our fan well, base. We're gonna do this so so because you know Glenn can cut grass. <laughs> He'll slide this right into his playlist. Yeah, yeah I'll slide something in. Oh, <laughs> hey. my goodness. Goodness gracious. Glenn is just like, I mean, guys, I, I just, you guys are, how can you say her music is good? It's not bad. She's got some it's catchy. Songs. It's catchy. <laughs> I've never played it. I've listened to him on the radio, but I've never went out of my way to play a Taylor Swift song. You guys at least have, I mean, you guys have daughters. Yeah. So you have an excuse. Oh, God, I'm not I sure can't. if I know this one. No, I don't, oh, I don't know. know. I don't know. But yeah, Glenn Knight. Here's the biggest news. Everybody's like, "Is it a PR stunt?" She needs no PR. He doesn't either. He's huge right now. His podcast is one of the biggest podcasts. It's the mustache. It's the mustache. I think that I'm going to do the mustache. Oh God. I'm, I'm never getting rid of my beard. Should we do it for the RV trip? I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm not shaving my beard. It's just for a week. I've done it before. I've yeah. also shaved We've all also the the state in yep. my chest before. Yep. Yeah, that was one of my favorite. Bubba rips off his shirt as soon as he gets on RV in the state of West Virginia. <laughs> I right didn't there. tell anybody, did I? No, no. It was just right there in the middle of his chest. <laughs> then Asbury licks sauce off of it. Remember that? Oh, that was good. No, 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 no. You guys. You know, that RV trip's coming up soon. Yeah, we got to start planning that like yeah. right now. It's coming up soon. Um, um, Asbury's not here because he's on another work trip. This time to Savannah, send the pictures. He's not worked one. Second. He doesn't. I, I don't. I, I'm hoping no none of his coworkers listen because we want to know what he does. How does he get away with these Nashville trips? He's in Savannah, like. But he goes with his boss every time, doesn't he? I have no idea. Whoever he goes with, they they like to partake in yeah, and some drink, drink and drink. But yeah, I mean, I'm I, he shot shot a shot, whatever it's called, and <laughs> shot his what they say. He he started. He wanted to give her the bracelet with his number on it, Travis yeah. Kelsey, and then it just steamrolled. And do you think he? You think it's just he's he really is filling Taylor, or now, do you actually think he's just doing no, it? Listen, his buddies are like, you know I bet how you can't pull Taylor Swift. You know how sometimes they run off the field at like practice or whatever, and they the NFL like I follow the Browns, and we can talk about them because they're freaking awesome. But oh, they ask him a question like random things. Like the other day, they asked Miles Garrett what you know uh, some Absolutely. character he would be. Well, one time they were asking the Chiefs, this was over the summer, who their celebrity crush was. And he said Taylor Swift. And this was a couple really? months ago. Yeah. I think oh. he's just seeing what he's got. I mean, sitting with the mama, that's a little much. And she did yeah. she did pay to – She went nuts when he scored that touchdown. Let's too. have it go. I mean, calm yourself, Tay-Tay. Yeah. Gosh. Yep. So, All right, well. But also, she literally 
uh, paid to <laughs> shut down a restaurant last night in Kansas City. <laughs> for just them two or friends as well? They said just for them two. And they were thing. spotted leaving in his convertible. Like, it was just he was driving and she was in the convertible. We've talked about Taylor Swift way too long. It's, it's all Glenn's fault. Too. It's Glenn. It's three hours of Taylor Swift while he's cutting grass. Boys and girls, <laughs> we're going to beat TCU. We'll see you all on the other side of this. Let's get out of here. Mm. Mm. Let's go. I see I'm too late. Uh, uh. Got nothing in my brain. That's what people say. That's what people say. I do know this song. I go on too many dates. <laughs> but I can't make them stay. She can't make them stay. <laughs> I don't know. I've never listened to the lyric words. That's what people say. I'm just looking at the words here. That's catchy, man. That's catchy. Let's go Mountaineers. Let's go.